Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. There was something very nice about having the 11.30 a.m. Mass as my first Mass on the weekend, because if I don't know what I'm going to preach about, I can just read what the Pope said, and then uh, he does the work for me. So it's kind of a nice little bonus. So I uh, was reading, what did the Pope preach about today? And um, let me just first say this, because this could maybe help a lot of you. Pope Francis, maybe some of you don't even think about him that much. Some of you, this is your guy. Others of you, this is not your guy, all right? And let me just say, like, that's okay. Like, there's a lot of room in the Catholic Church. We've been around 2,000 years. So you can like one pope more than the other. You're allowed to, all right? But he is the Holy Father. The Holy Spirit did pick him. And so there is a sense in which we can have respect and reverence. But we don't think any pope ever did every single thing perfectly because they all are following the line of Peter. And Peter, to put it in my dad's Jewish terms, was a schmuck. And so we, don't, we, we need to be careful how high of expectations we have of people in charge. Does God work through them? Yes, and thanks be to God. Are they perfect? No. That said, when Pope Francis preaches or gives spiritual reflections, I think he's at his best. So what does he say today that, I just, that really moved me? He said the boat in this scene is really important. The boat for St. Peter and for the other apostles that Jesus got into, it was the boat of life. It's the boat that all of us every day wake up and get into. And we're putting a lot of effort and energy, hoping for the great catch, hoping that life would be meaningful, joyful, hoping that we could see the fruits of our toil. That boy, we got up and gave life another go, and we hope that we can at the end of every day, come in with a great catch. Boy, that day was worth living. We did a great thing that day. And Pope Francis says, but so much like the early apostles, when the boats come to the shore, we feel empty, mediocre. What was the point? All that work, is it even doing anything? Whether you are a stay-at-home mom and your gift of life when your boat is working hard and your kids and you're like, well, I guess it's good that I kept them alive, right? Like, that's a bonus. But it's like, is this my life? What am I doing? All those questions. Or you're out there working hard to provide, right? And you go, is, I feel like I'm just on a treadmill. What am I doing? It's these places that Pope Francis says are what the fishermen were doing on this seashore. Right? Peter, James, and John, they were out fishing all night, and it's the morning time. So not only have they caught nothing, by the way, we have very few indications that Peter was ever a good fisherman in the scriptures. <laughs> he never seems to be just doing great at his job. All right? But you caught nothing, you're tired, you're feeling discouraged, maybe a little bit cranky, right? a little cynical, like, what's the point? This is life. And it's right then where Jesus shows up. And Jesus says, I want to get in your boat. Like in the places in your life and mine where we feel like we're not enough, it's not worth it. We're not doing anything important. 
I don't see the perp, the fruit of my labors. It's there where Jesus shows up. It's there that he wants to be with you and with me. Where we feel sometimes even strongly like a failure. It's then that Jesus wants to encounter you. And do you know what all of us do? The opposite of Peter. We're, we say, well, hold on, let's get my life in order. Then I can, show, then I can go talk to Jesus. Maybe when I get everything going well, I believe everything perfectly, my life is really moral, and I'm feeling good about myself, I'll dress up nice and I'll go to Jesus and say, I am ready for you to be Lord. It's the opposite of the scriptures. When does Jesus want to show up? When you feel like a mess. In those moments and places in your life where you might actually be failing. Where you are discouraged, cynical, upset, hopeless, defeated. He wants to get into your boat. He wants to draw close. He wants to enter in. And then when he enters in and starts manifesting that he wants to be with you, like Peter, he said, depart from me, I'm a sinful man. Jesus has no desire for you and I to be perfect. Or put it this way, he has no like naive belief that we're perfect. He doesn't draw near because he thinks, oh, I bet this man or woman is very, very good and holy. And then he's like, whoa, I didn't think that was you. <laughs> he knows what you're made of. He knows, to, we'll just have this be like Sesame Street. The word of the day is schmuck. He just, he just knows, like, see, that's what happened. I talked to my Jewish relatives. It comes out on all of you. I apologize. He knows that we're just, why can't I get, now I'm going to the word putz. What's wrong with me today? Huh? <laughs> I'm Catholic, I promise. <laughs> like, these aren't, like, despairing titles. It's just like, yeah, we're messes. Like, we, you all look very nice today. You all got dressed up for church. You look very beautiful, right? Very impressed. You put your pants on and sweaters and ties. Some of you look, great job. He's just not, he's, that's not what he's interested in. We do that for us to remind us this has dignity. But Jesus knows when we're falling apart. So Pope Francis ends, he's saying, the question is, do we receive the Lord into our boats or do we give them an arms, keep an arm's distance until we think we're worthy or ready or capable? There's a part of the Mass where we say, uh, it's right before we do communion, right? Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. We say, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. It's very important that we understand what we're not saying. We're not saying, Lord, I am awful and bad and I can never be loved or do anything great. No, all we're saying is, Lord, my life is messy and I'm giving you permission to come in. I'm going to let you touch me to recreate me. I will not give sin more power. And I realize the places where I feel small, weak, scared, discouraged, those are not bad places. Those are places Jesus loves the most. And so if the theme at St. Basil's for January and February has been, you can't love what you don't know, one of the things we don't know is that those times in our lives are endearing to Jesus. And so this changes our prayer life, or at least we're invited to. And this is going to be my challenge for you this week. 
When you pray, well, first off, let's begin. If you haven't been praying every day, let's just go for it this week. But if you have been, when you do pray, to pause and recognize, am I posturing before I grab my rosary? Or am I posturing before I make the sign of the cross? Like, life is so hard. In the name of the Father and of the Son. And Jesus is like, what are you doing? Can you just cry out? Can you just be vulnerable? There's a great theology book that says, what's the difference between Mother Teresa receiving the Eucharist and other people? Right? We all receive the same Eucharist, same grace, same Jesus. Why is it so fruitful in her life and not others? And it's one simple answer. Vulnerability. Mother Teresa had no masks, no posturing, no grasping to prove, accomplish, or say, I'm fine. She knew she was a mess but she knew Jesus could take care of everything. And so today when we come forward for the Eucharist, I invite all of us to be little like children, overwhelmed and scared by life, discouraged, confused, and just say, Jesus, I'm not hiding it. I'm not going to fix it. I'm going to let you come into that place. Amen.